This episode of the Disc Golf Podcast is brought to you by otbdiscs.com. Only the best discs has a huge selection with high quality pictures of each disc, actual disc weights, flatness, and stiffness listed. Did I mention fast shipping? Get it free on your next order at otbdiscs.com using promo code DGPODCAST. What's up, disc golfers? Welcome to episode 251 of the Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Robin, and alongside me, my longtime friend, avid disc golfer, Joe. He's back! I'm back! I had a baby. Yeah. She's, she's beautiful. And she's... A she. <laughs> we, uh, after having three boys, I have a girl, and I am finally allowed to, uh, you know, get snipped. Yep. It's, a. Uh, uh, it was a. I mean, <laughs> once again, doing air quotes. You were allowed regardless. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> my body, my choice, right? No. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like uh, <laughs> you were like, I can get it done before the baby comes, and then that didn't happen. I was like, okay. No. 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 Well, I mean, I could have, but you know, nonetheless, it was that was not the thing, and and it was it was more about just spending time with my wife and our new baby and it was it's a beautiful thing we barely made it to the hospital it was very much like almost a parking lot baby so. well I legit i mean i brought it up last episode we recorded also apologies for not last week uh we just both had bad feelings about things that happened to our local sports team anyway <laughs> uh so i said the last time we recorded, i was uh recording with tyler like legitimately hours after Rob and I recorded the last podcast together, baby time. No, legitimately was like, and thing. It's so funny on that episode, me talking about being like, oh, let's record this and uh, do this low alcohol beer, and I need to keep it, you know, because you never know. And sure enough, like I we, I left my house at uh, at one forty five a.m., which is maybe three hours after we finished recording. Maybe two hours, yep, something like that, and uh, yeah, had a little baby girl at at two uh, two two forty five in the morning, two fifty three, I think a.m. was the the like, actual. So yeah, it was it and, was, and I don't remember the birth story of of the second two. I just remember the first one was like crazy hours forever <laughs> with Des, and this was like the exact opposite. Yeah, I mean they've all been relatively quick, just in terms of. You know, like none of them have been more than more than 24 hours of labor. So uh, and I've certainly heard of people going way, way longer. But oh, yeah. But yeah, it was all smooth. Everybody's happy, healthy and and uh, baby's starting to sleep a little more. So I'm I'm ready to uh, to podcast and talk about disc golf. And it's it's going to be good times. So love it. Thank you, everyone, for being patient with us in our in our posting schedule. And and it might be funky again. Good thing we are just now getting into like this real hot point in the season where we're gonna have a lot of disc golf to talk about with all the tournaments going on and you know all that action. It it we're gonna be able to just grind this out through this winter season, just talking about Drew Gibson's contract. Yeah, yeah, and like um, Nate Sexton's 
tax contract. So uh, maybe we uh, should we tell people about how to throw a disc in the wind? Or like, I mean, we're uh, going to figure something out. Well, here's the thing, too. So we're going to get back on the mic next Thursday. Not totally sure what we're going to talk about. We're going to. And then I'm going to be in Mexico the following. With that said, I feel like with what we've learned through the pandemic, um, I feel like I totally could podcast from Mexico with Robin sure. via Zoom. We could even do it in Spanish. Well, you could do it in Spanish. I, I'm, uh, I'm not so much. Okay. Well, I mean, whatever you're comfortable with, we can we can we can work yeah. it out. But like, who knows? Maybe we'll do one from Mexico. I don't know. I yeah. we might have to do it at like three p.m. because I'm gonna be like drunk. I'll, I'll figure something out all day, every day. Well, I mean, Mexico's a few hours ahead, depending on where you are. So, I think yeah. I'm gonna be like one hour ahead. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, California bad boy hasn't been around for a while. Yeah. You know, um, Tyler missed his Robin time. You know, Tyler might do a little better with with someone that can structure a, a show and and you know. Yeah, it was. Did weird. you guys actually get to reviewing anything? I, I yeah, I fell did. asleep. Oh yeah, we talked about the uh, pipeline. We <laughs> talked about the pipeline. I know, I got there. Which uh, just, which is still in my bag. Like Robin saw and, me throw it a few times. Minutes in. Uh, I threw it a few times with second throws, not first throws, and. I don't know that's going to stay in the bag. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. It was fun. Like, you yeah. know, it was neat. And no, yeah. Tyler's, Tyler's fantastic. I'm glad he came on. And, and I mean, Ian's probably due for. That's true. But don't wouldn't you rather. Be of course, on? I want to be on if Ian's on. But I also want to be on if Tyler's on. Don't worry, Tyler. I love you, too. Um, so. do you, we could, I bet Tyler could line you up with Drew Gibson. That would be oh Robin so a fun. Robin and Drew show would be the best. I would love it. I would do it. I would totally do Tyler, it. Tyler, make that happen. I know you. I, I know totally you can. Do it. I would love to. I would love to listen to that. I, I'm down. I'm ready. Oh, let's do it. I'm I'm so ready. Well, speaking of which, we've got a great show for you guys tonight. We're going to talk about Drew Gibson, the aforementioned, and his latest announcement that he put on his social media about his multi-million dollar disc golf deal a multi-year lifetime contract yep lifetime and a a new disc line so we'll we'll discuss that and oh i almost made the worst joke okay we have uh eagle mcmahon sparking controversy by injuring himself in a video controversy yeah with uh joma's productions so obviously get get you your uh your torches and your pitchforks and then we'll talk about the Disc Golf Pro Tour Championship. We had a lot of excitement going on in the Disc Golf Pro Tour Championship, a, a tournament style that we don't see in in uh, really anything else other than Disc Golf Pro Tour events. But uh, it's it was very interesting. A lot of fun stuff happened in that. And then we'll do our world-famous deer review, our disc and beer pairing, where we take a disc, we take a beer. We review them both and let you know whether you spring on the course. Tonight, we have the Discmania Splice, a nine-speed, three-glide, zero-turn, four-fade control driver. says fairway driver on the disc. So, um, you know what they feel, how they feel about it. 
then everything I've always said is correct. I, 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 I thank you, Dismania. We, we went this way, but yeah, I agree. And then we're gonna pair that with Contents Under Fresher, which is by Lagunilla Spring Company. They're part of their one hitter series. It's seven point seven percent fresh hop IPA with Mosaic, Citra, Simcoe, and Sabro hops. And uh, that was given us to us by uh, Elliot Paisley. Uh, who's a wonderful employee of Lagunitas and good friend of ours. <laughs> so I feel like you could have started with good friend of ours and then went to also an employee. Of- also an employee. But, you know, I just saying, you know, he got it, got it to us. He's always been good about getting us the, the that new shit from uh, from Lagunitas. So, yeah, my favorite part sure about this it. beer is we got back from disc golf and it was sitting on your on the Shedio steps. Yeah. And I had to fight Robin to take some. Yeah, that's true. But I did. That's true. And I'm very happy. That's not to say that Joe defeated me in hand-to-hand combat. I just No, simply... I got him drunk and he wasn't quick enough to keep me away. And that's I was, true. I was in and out very quickly. Accurate. Very, very. We very will accurate. never go to hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. There yeah. will never be a reason for that. No, I don't I don't think so. I don't I don't think you'd want to do that. So I, I, <laughs> I understand how you'd feel that way. Um, anyway, Drew Gibson... Announced uh, on his social medias that uh, he had reached a multi-million dollar deal with Infinite Discs, uh, a lifetime contract to, to work with them, and that he would be having a new uh, line of discs, signature line of discs coming out. Um, so uh, there's a little bit of vagary in it. We don't know exactly what it is, and I'm sure Drew will will clarify that uh, in the, the coming weeks. But... Um, it's very interesting to see, and as as disc golf keeps growing, and we keep seeing bigger purses and more money to these players, uh, it's not necessarily shocking to see large dollar amounts. But I do think that this is not necessarily Drew Gibson getting um, a contract that is multi million dollars directly to him. This this is this not is Paul Macbeth level. This is a contract to. Um, get discs made by a company, which we're not sure who it is, who's going to make the signature line disc, whether it's Innova that's making these discs for Infinite. Infinite already uh, has their line of discs manufactured by Innova. So uh, so I, I have, a, I have a, a very good um, theory okay. of how this is working. In my theory, they will be... Uh, molded by Innova th- through Infinite, but designed by EV7. But EV7 is the manufacturer, so why wouldn't EV7 just expand their manufacturing? Maybe I just don't. I mean, that, to me, they've that only seems done putters. Like, I just like don't why? think. So yeah, so, they have the ability to do that. A lot of companies start with putters. Well, true. I just don't know that they have the scale to really do tons of molds. Maybe they just need a big ass check from Infinite Discs. Maybe. I, that was my. I, I think you're you're on to something there. Okay, and so it, let's it go crazy. Either, the other way. Let's but go I don't know why. Uh, Is Infinite ready to be done with Innova? No, absolutely not. Infinite's not ready to be done with anyone. They are. They're a retailer. They they right. want to be in bed with every single disc manufacturer yeah, in just the entire not, world. Just not podcasts. Yeah. No, of course not. Um, but we're not our, podcast. that's, that's what they want to do. But so, you know who is OTBdisc.com. That's right. 
you should be buying from them. Maybe OTB is going to manufacture these discs. I don't know. But um, it, it's a... Uh, and, you know, certainly OTB wouldn't put themselves at risk in a, in a strange deal of this nature. I don't know. I feel like Aaron would love to <laughs> hang out with Drew. Love you, Aaron. <laughs> Like they'd be best friends. But it was certainly interesting news uh, on there, and it, I, I think that more will come out as it goes. Um, you know, Drew is a very ambitious guy and and has a, has a lot of things going, and he's certainly the the first player to really truly be successful with a you know non you know uh, exclusive disc sponsor. So it, it'll be interesting to see whether other players follow this mold and and start being you know uh, mixed bags and and whatnot. So I I could see it. Well, I, I heard part of the contract is if 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 Drew can prove that this works and and we'll talk about this when we get to the Disc Golf Pro Tour. But but he's he's also playing at an extremely high it's level. Yep. And and banging putts with that with that Penrose and it's it's impressive to see what he's doing and he has the kind of game that it's not going to just fade away like like the way he plays and how smooth he is he can play at this level for a long 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 time he's young yeah no he can he can he can do what he's doing right now yeah. for for a for a couple of decades just like just the how smooth his drive is and and how far he throws with low speed discs, how far he bombs those buzzes. And you got other guys getting up there with 12 speed drivers and he's piping a freaking, you know, five speed mid range, same distance on a straight line, just almost no effort. His, his drive is pure as, butter as you and get ain't, older, ain't going away. As you get older, like talking to uh, people I've played with who have been playing for super long as they get older, the first thing to go is distance. But when you are a top five distance thrower in the world of disc golf, your distance degrading does not matter for a very long time. Not to mention that it's not just distance for him. He can he can throw those laser beams down yep. the forest, you know, yep. no problem. And that doesn't go away either. Being able to, to pipe a disc straight down the middle, no fade, no turn. That that doesn't go away. Add in knowing the preamble to the United States Constitution. Well, he's got it tattooed on his arm, so he doesn't have to worry about that. Exactly. He, like he can that always is just, just look down. bonus. You know what? I heard he has it actually uh, in reverse on his back, so that when mirror. he looks in the mirror, he can he can. No, also I see heard it. he knows how to read in reverse. I can read backwards. <laughs> he just um, he just has to stand there in the mirror, and he yep. can see it, and it's perfect. Kind of like the people that put the stickers on the front of their car that that say so you can read it in the mirror, you know, like the yeah yeah, yeah no I was gonna say, like yeah. ambulances and stuff on the countryside that stuff like yeah, yeah for sure uh you know that's cool that he has that yeah I don't even know what to do with Drew anymore honestly I, I you know what I I'm I I'm kind of impressed with this I, just I'm, because here's the thing multiple years multiple million dollars I call slightly bullshit on it just looking at like blah 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 like looking at details or what we know of details but regardless of all of that we're fucking talking about it right now yeah and so is everyone else in a similar state it it could be if if we're talking about if we're talking about uh ev7 expanding their manufacturing to accommodate a line of discs for drew gibson 
that is then sold exclusively through his retail sponsor, I mean, sure. And if that does well, and if he keeps banging 70-foot putts left and right and driving the way he does, people are going to pay attention. They're going to buy those discs. I mean, the, we we reviewed the Penrose, and right. it, that's a great disc. We were quite impressed does, by it. Does anyone have... Uh, and the plastic was awesome. Does anybody have like their own molds or own brand that like the brand has a name? Like Macbeth has just they have a theme. And the only I But for- they're still Discraft. Conrad has discs that are like Conrad discs, but it's still MVP. Mm-hmm. Paige Pierce has her discs, but it's still Discraft. The stamps kind of set it aside. Like, could he be the first to be like, my brand from this whatever is XYZ? Like, this is the name of my deal. And if so, because of his love of the Corvette, which, as we all know, is a boat. Yes. I feel. Does he really love the Corvette? I don't know. Of course, like he loves the lifted truck. But I mean, his first signature thing that was built that was built for him. Yeah, I feel like his brand should just be called Tugboat. Okay, by Drew Gibson, and it's just all sorts of cool boats. I mean, the as you all know, tugboats. Jokes aside, are the strongest boats there are because they pull everything. So jokes aside, the reason Joe and I think that EV7 makes sense is because it's a company started by Phil Arthur, who is one of the original founders of Prodigy. Yep. And so, like, clearly the man knows how to uh, manufacture discs, and it would make sense to expand. Well, and expand. he is a very savvy businessman outside of disc golf, and that's why he could be said founder of Prodigy. Yeah. So... I, I think that that's we're I hope that we're on the the right track with this in terms of thinking that that's what it is. But it you could be right in your original hint hunch, which is you know maybe Innova is just going to manufacture another line of molds that they already have, where they mix and match the bottom and the top of the mold and call it a new disc and uh, you know stamp it. All right, so just f- fucked over the top. This is what it is. <laughs> This is what it is. What molds do they own right now that we have multiple in our bag and in boxes that don't have a home right now? Yeah, I mean, the Dismania Originals that you're talking about? I don't... I mean... Be real easy. Yeah, but I think Drew Gibson would rather have Phil Arthur... Make him a. You mean man who a, loves a leopard three not have like an OG FD? And I know, call but I, some... I think he'd rather have a Buzz clone made by EV seven, you know, or something along those lines. I mean, this is the guy that you know. But had, you, but you, but you Prodigy can have it all. Has has plenty of discs that are in that range, the M fours and whatever. Like, if you go through Innova, you can have it all. You can make your own new molds with EV seven helping no, you build no, that. No, no, you no, can no, that's not how that works. Steal it all. Come on. If they mold through Innova, they can't make their own unique new thing? Oh, you're probably right. <laughs> Never mind. When's the last time someone outside of... When has that ever happened? No, you're right. <laughs> well, Discmania, but yeah, that was but the, so long ago. And yeah, that's, this is a brand new world. Obviously, it didn't work out in the end. So, no, I don't think... I All don't, right. All right, I don't touche. think that... Yeah. 
No, I think that Innova, uh, their molds have to match with their equipment. And so they are going to have a pretty high degree of control. And all the conversations I've ever seen and talk I've seen about how UC used to deal with Innova, it was a process working with them to, to determine how these molds were shaped and how they worked. And not necessarily that, oh, here, Innova, here's this mold, you mold it. It was working with Innova to design it for their machinery and and ended up in those places. So that's that's my understanding. I, I, I would I'll I'll say all that, yes, I believe. But as much as one, we saw like the post from him social media being like, Oh, you and the buzz are so great, blah 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 and he's like, I I just call it the mid range because he doesn't want to give yeah. his craft money, blah blah blah. But so why someone need- who's that easy to do that Mm-hmm. Why not pick up the the original M MD three mold and call it the schooner and make hella money? <laughs> I mean that, the that, that might happen because the tugboat line. Yeah. yeah that, so like I do like I'm I'm kind of doubling that, down in my mind now that like he's just getting this yeah. many originals. No, I I believe that. I thought I was I was contesting your idea that EV7 would design a mold sent no. to Innova. Well, I was trying to That's, like live with the, the I, I, totally, I was trying to live in the buzz world. I'm like he doesn't give a shit. Like No. He's about that case. No, but I I totally believe the fact that that Innova's got some molds and boxes and that they could just be like, "Well, you want to do this?" and Yep. And that it's that's the new line. I don't I don't doubt that one little bit, given the relationship with Infinite and Innova already. Uh, that's that's totally plausible in my mind. I I hope that it's EV seven expanding their their uh, capabilities and making new discs. But I don't know. We'll see. Like I can't wait for the PD two. I mean the battleship to come out. Yeah, <laughs> dude, please, Drew, go tugboat. Just call it just all boats. <laughs> all boats. Get that boat run rolling. I mean, I'm on a boat. I'm so into I mean, it, right? 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 Dude, I'm so ready for it. Like that it's Drew Gibson is going to get prestige worldwide. Fuck yes. Come boats on. Boats and hose. <laughs> oh shit, that's the name of his brand. Yeah, boats and hose. Drew Gibson. Uh wait, wait. Who's driving the boat? Guys, oh god, this is so good. This is what exactly what's happening. He's getting fucking Discmania originals under under Prestige Worldwide. They're all gonna be rad boats. Oh, Drew, like if you're not there yet, please listen and just jump in. Yeah, and when you're potting with Robin next or in two weeks, he'll give you more ideas. You're welcome. Oh, this is what's happening. Yeah, no, I like it. All right, so uh, what is it? What do you wait? Time out. Will you move? Just FD. If you were to give it a boat name, <laughs> I got it. I already got it. Oh, you do? I do. I mean, this might be. A I name really P two. I'm, I'm trying to think of like the total number of boats. That I think P two actually. So, I think P two actually. I have P two FDM still thinking about. Okay. So, so uh, like the kayak? I don't know. Like, like, no, 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 no. The P2. Kayak's got to be a putter. The huh? P2 is a life raft. Okay. P2 is life raft okay. for sure. Um, FD's got to be. 
Yes, yeah, I'm running out of my mean, boats. Like I'm boat? taking all. I'm taking all of my. I'm taking <laughs> you, all of my knowledge. I know. I'm taking my knowledge from the l- legit uh, game of Battleship. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, so yeah, they're yeah, all. Yeah, you're yeah. thinking all uh, military. Based okay, take it back. Take it back. Warships. Take it back. Uh, take it, take it all back. The FD is the life raft. Mm-hmm. The P2 is the sailboat. I don't know. Life rafts are pretty slow and clunky. I don't think you can have a, a fast. P two it is okay. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're. You're doing fine in the beginning, but I, you know, I don't know enough boats to continue this conversation. And I just, you know, I already, I already fucked up throwing schooner out, which is also a sailor. Which is also a sailboat. Um, We got any? We got some naval people here who probably can probably let us know. (laughs) We're gonna get some boat feedback. That is for sure. There's gonna be some. (laughs) <laughs> maybe submarine so like that's still naval stuff. like submarine could be the fd because it's like you don't see it coming it's just so good whatever you do joe never bring a banana on a boat i don't know what that means so bananas are bad luck on boats oh you never bring a banana on a boat i will never do that remember in a previous episode i told you that you don't put bananas with other fruit because they uh, right they, make everything go bad they fast or whatever exceed xylem uh, exude xylene gas which causes other fruits to spoil you fast remember the name of that gas i from do last now time. i do because i because you looked it up I after looked it up like after i threw I this shit you. out and i will tell you i have now multiple times in my home kept that away from the cuties yeah from exactly. that conversation no you should never never put your bananas with your cuties you i didn't never do that i don't but anymore I in mean. general that it will spoil multiple kinds of food so you never bring them on boats because boats you know if you Bring get hose. stuck out I mean, at sea yeah. and you don't want your food to spoil, you want to keep it fresh. So if you bring a banana on a boat, the captain will legit like throw it Fuck off it. I mean, and yeah. possibly throw you with it. I feel that's a bad thing. Yep, it'll happen. That's a bad thing. Yeah. You'd be, it's, a, it's a thing. Just be careful. Got to watch thing. out for boat captains there. There. I mean, could you say captains? No, they, they're well, they're boat captains. So you know. But I mean, like we're talking about boats, and you're talking about. Ca- I don't know if you have to. And if they, if captain. they're a captain of a ferry, they're a ferry captain. You know, so it's a. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's just who they are. It's okay. I like it. I mean, they're really just a couple of places removed from actual pirates. Because you know pirates do boat stuff too, and they do boat stuff. It's yeah, but I feel like there's like lots of pirates that are like not boat people too. Possibly, like pirates are just yeah, yeah. But also with that said, I feel like Vikings and pi- and pirates are very similar too. You know who would make a terrible boat captain? Well, Eagle McMahon. Yes, before I know where you're going, <laughs> but uh, trademark real quick fucking pirate themed discs just we can move forward just pirate themed discs uh-huh trademark yeah sure. trademark right now what, dude what if Gru's new line oh, is all God. pirate themed that'd be so amazing oh that'd be awesome well, let's save that for next episode yeah next episode we will we'll tell you all about the drew gibson pirate line yeah no i like it i like it it'd be fantastic anyway uh notorious bad boat captain eagle mcmahon does it again injuring himself Doing a reverse 360 drive for a Jomez video where he has dislocated his shoulder, possibly. If nothing yeah, else, yeah, he said mess, like slightly, but it went back shoulder. in, but it messed it up. Messed it so, up. So, this is the latest in a series of injuries for Eagle McMahon, most notably his punching the ground uh, broken hand. I don't put it in the same boat, but yes. 
Yes. I mean, the, the worst part of all of it um, is he took himself out of contention for $30,000, yep. which we've talked about. It, we've talked about it so many fucking times. Eagle is top five in every facet of disc golf. Except bones health. breaking. Yeah, except health. If you maybe drank some fucking milk. <laughs> oh, he's not vegan anymore. He's just vegetarian, I think. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, you know, it, it, I'm making jokes about But if you drink milk Eagle, as a younger I, child, I hope, I hope his shoulder heals up. He's going to be it's fine. It's a freak accident. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. And We're, guarantee he was like, oh, damn. But, but like, I'm still doing just fine. My main wise. point about this was not to rag on Eagle, but it was to point out that disc golf has grown so much. That people that we, do stupid people shit. are now blaming Jomez and Eagle for being injured like this. So dumb. Like this is we've gotten to that point in sportsness where, you know, like in the past in other sports, you had like Jeff Kent famously getting injured on a motorcycle and uh covering it up and not being able to play for the Giants and like other players you got freaking what's his face with the Giants that blew three well, fingers well, off with fireworks uh, and, uh, like, uh yeah but also I mean we threw Jeff Kent out too but fucking uh Madison Bumgarner fucking did the same the stupid shit. shit yeah, yeah like, exactly so it, it it's to that point where it, these athletes are so valuable to their sport that people bring up like and it and like bring up the fact that well maybe you shouldn't be doing this sort of stuff if your body is so valuable and that has entered the realm of disc golf which was really never a thing you know previously in 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 our sport so it's it, we we're there now these we uh like I saw this earlier today I saw Juan Soto the Washington National Nationals outfielder superstar young player Uh, for Major League Baseball. And he was on the ice at the Washington Capitals, and there's a video of him trying to hit a puck, and he's wearing shoes, and now they make shoes that are, you know, meant for standing on ice. But he tries to hit a puck, and he flops and, like, goes straight on his face in both hands, and I'm like, you know, just like, oh, my God, this guy is, like, one of the best players in the game, and he falls and breaks his wrist. Granted, it's the offseason. He's probably fine by spring, but... Oh my God! You well, know, yeah, but the the difference is these players, like you talk about an eagle, especially a Nate Sexton, actually even more, especially a Eulaberry, uh Germ. They make way more money with content than they do correct actually playing. Yeah, and I think Eagle is right on the cusp to where well, obviously thirty thousand dollars would have. But it's not a guaranteed thirty thousand dollars. So say it was a th- like two th- say two thousand. I'm just throwing a random two thousand mm-hmm. to this video for Jomez. A guaranteed two thousand. Do something silly like at this point in his career with his disc sales with whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all for being like I'm gonna do something goofy. No, that he's of probably not. done. No, he's probably done fifty times, a hundred times. No, no, and it I, just happened. I brought it up more to to point out that we've we've crossed that line in disc golf. Uh, you know, to the to the point where we expect these people to put themselves in a glass box 
between rounds and never do anything else. And it's just such a strange. Right. And we're going to give him pennies you know, to do and, so. And that right. happens in other sports because of fantasy, you know. Right. So, like, they don't want that player. They don't want that player to get injured because it will affect their fantasy gambling asset. And has nothing really to do with the actual player, you know. But but or, like but you bring up but you it, bring you know? up the Jeff Kent, and I brought up the Madison Bumgarner. There are players like those that make millions of dollars and actually have it in their contract not to do. You that. can't fucking ride motorcycles yeah, yeah. because we're giving you millions of dollars. Yeah, totally, disc golf is not no, there. No, we're not like, there yet. There's no but, fucking way. Dismay. Like you used to be like, hey, Eagle, I don't want you to make videos with Jomez because I need you. To th- yeah. s- sell, I don't my- know. I mean, you see, he, I'm fairly certain he's got like a cabinet of weapons, and and could probably just like have Eagle come to his house, and Eagle gets there, and it's like a dark room, and Yusi's just sitting there in the background smoking a cigar with several weapons sitting on a table. I feel like a fire in more the background. Of a, a, a cigarette guy. Sure. Yeah, Fine. sorry, go ahead. A hand-rolled cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go, perfect. Some sort perfect. of rifle uh, yeah. in some yep. form yep. of uh, of cleaning on the table in front of him and just explaining to Eagle how important he is for his brand and the business of Dismania while cleaning said rifle. And, I mean, you're saying this, but, uh, but and, I'll also say right at now. At the same time, eating like a like a like the rarest possible steak. Directly in front of him. I nope, think, he's I eating think, some really like greasy cheese, and it's like it's like stuck it's to just, like the corner of his mouth, and it's just uh-huh. stinky and yeah. whatever. No, you see, one hundred percent right now has no fucking problem with it because once again, right now we're talking about you see, we're talking about Dismania, we're yeah. talking about yeah. Eagle. I I think I think Eagle, I think everyone I feel like involved. UC's very much a. Uh, Uh, any news, good news, or whatever, oh, for or sure. bad. It, like he's like, start. Yeah. You're like, cool. Like that sucks. Get healthy. I want you to win things because it sells just better when you're the best. That but, and he's probably sent a dead alpaca to Eagle's house. Well, it's fuzzy. Yeah, fluffy, fluffy. Sorry, fluffy. Yeah, and then he'll make a sweater out of it for Eagle. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of like, it's just fucking because I'm just gonna scroll. Gonna make Eagle skin the um, alpaca. I have I did not see both of the uh, ads. I think there were multiple, but Tyler was right. <laughs> yep, that ad was fucking great. <laughs> like, just be a good person. Like, yeah. just yeah. buy DGA. Like, <laughs> yeah. just be a good person. Yeah. Yeah. No, good times. All right, so the Disc Golf Pro Tour Championship. Since we already discussed some of this, um, this was once again. So you had uh, a. A, uh, you had to qualify for this event, and yep, then yep. you are seated in there at you know by number. So I I think there was like twenty thirty or something like that, or thirty two total in in uh, in MPO. Um, and uh, and let's see. So yeah, the lowest seed, yeah, thirty two. I have, so. so I have a really big question, and I am really being an off person by bringing this up, and I'm ninety. 90- eight percent positive this is not a thing in march madness i can talk about like the biggest bracket challenge there is so this isn't a bracket though but the, but there was there was a bracket like the grip six or there was six, like the bushnell is a big yeah. bracket challenge but i'm saying like if you go to a march madness mm-hmm. 
every team plays. Like there's not there's no buys. There's no automatic buys in Correct. And thus Bushnell having a bracket challenge. They they is used dumb. the wrong term for it. It's this is not this is not what I would call a, a, a bracket. Like just just pick your pick your win like whatever. Pick your win but, like But no, the, the, the top the top seeds had uh had the buys. Multiple rounds had buys. So so the, the top uh the top seeds didn't only had to play in theory two rounds if they made it. Right. But like your Paul McBeths and, and whatnot and were, Rick and, and Rick and, and whatnot were only didn't have to play until the semifinals. So uh you had uh the first round which was the uh the sixteen. Uh, right. so so thirty two to sixteen had to play in that round and then the quarterfinals um from there and then semifinals and finals that go through, which was a final four there. So eliminating and in each round only the top four advance. And on top of that, not only it being the top four, but if you uh if there was a tie, the higher seed wins. So um the if if you were the twenty eighth seed and you tie up with the uh, 16 seed, then you don't move on. 16 seed moves on. So the reason I say this is because in MPO, I think we had one of the more improbable wins that we've seen, and we don't have a lot to compare to because there's really only one tournament that formats itself in this way, and that is this Disc Golf Pro Tour Championship. But... Uh, Nathan Queen, who won this event, who's not from Canada, what, <laughs> who is from North Carolina, yep, and is uh, you know born and raised like an hour and a half from Hornets Nest, <clears throat> and is a cheater, <laughs> and is is a cheater. Yes, uh, lefties, we should have some regulation on them. Uh, but as the twenty eight seed, should have been dumb elimination because he's left handed. He should have to one an extra two holes true. or something. But, but but you know, like. Think of what an amazing accomplishment that is. As a 28 seed, not only did he have to win and be in the top four every day, but he had to not only be in the top four, but he couldn't so much as tie the fourth place person, yep. or he would be bounced. So Absolute beast. So absolutely awesome accomplishment and incredibly improbable. And as they, they said on the broadcast a bunch, but... Uh, he wasn't picked by anybody. Not a single no final one, bracket had Nathan. Not Queen. a single final bracket had Nathan Queen, and uh, that's some incredible um, hometown hero. Get that money, thirty grand, right? I, I, so, so throw um, sponsors aside. I don't know for sure, but I'm willing to guess, not wager. I'll wager. Um, I don't know who I'll wager against. I'm willing to wager that that one win is more than his combined winning for the year from I, tournaments. I, assuredly. From assuredly, tournaments. Assuredly. Which is wild because... I could look it up. Paul Macbeth set a new record with like 88000 plus in tournament win money this year. Yeah. Without this thirty grand. No, that makes sense. Yeah. No, of course. Um, you gotta go to PD. Oh, you got it. So let's see season totals for uh for twenty twenty one. If it's under sixty thousand, then 
Oh God, yeah, assuredly. Yeah, it's not that. I mean, they don't have it compiled that way. I which... mean, there's only a couple of winnings in here that are that are uh, four digits, and then there's thirty grand at the bottom. So that's I, so rad. So, so I mean, good for him. It's oh yeah. Here we go. So open. It's the very top. So he total of forty eight thousand seven hundred thirty nine. So he he had eighteen thousand seven hundred thirty nine dollars previous earnings before. Is this career or twenty twenty one? Twenty twenty one. Okay, cool. So he so yeah he. He, eclipsed the rest of his season yeah he nearly tripled once again non-sponsor and and he's been on some you know other media things he's doing just fine yeah um but that's rad that's like that is that is life-changing oh yeah um, i mean that that's like we get to see nathan queen touring more next year i mean that's that's what that is also nathan queen just like i i just want to hang out with him like i just feel like he's got like he's just Seems like he'd be fun to hang out with. <laughs> Do you remember how we used to talk about Garrett Gerthy? Uh-huh. <laughs> remember how much I Not was me. like... I think mostly you, but... I said... Do you remember how I used to talk about... <laughs> I, I said I. I said I. And I was like, good, there's like a, a bigger boy there to like help <laughs> represent and make me feel better about myself. Uh-huh. Thank you, Nathan Queen. <laughs> I bet that man. Oh, I'd be so upset if I'm not right about this. I bet that man, if not beer, enjoys himself some sort of alcoholic beverage. I, I think. I think there there could be some quesadilla in that. I guy. would love to get that man on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we should have done that before he won. Why? Well, you know, because there's lots of people calling on Nathan Queen right now. So, but how many of them are the Disc Golf Podcast <laughs> that? Uh, I don't know if you can find on YouTube or on uh, on. Uh, no, he's probably busy, at, you know, going on some debate podcast. iTunes, that's what it's called. I yeah. don't, I don't remember the on the tunes, on the tunes. Yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, you, know, you know why not? I think he would. In, I think we would have good fun together. Yeah, but uh, it was so it, these. Uh, the way the Pro Tour Championship works is the rounds reset. So it's not a uh, a stroke play situation. Each round was its own uh, entity to move on. So if you shot minus 10 in the first round and you shot plus 10 in the next round, you're gone in in the second round. So each each one as Oh yeah, that's by round for <clears throat> sure. As you move on, you got to beat the whole field and you got to be top 4 to to move on and then you get the uh the uh, top seeds coming in at that. So um, quite the accomplishment. I, I, I was really impressed. And in the final round, um, Paul Macbeth was in the lead, like yep. well into the final nine going into the final nine. Paul Macbeth had the lead by a stroke or two and, uh, ended up taking a bogey on like, I don't know, 12 well, or that 13. Happened last year. Remember like Dickerson <clears throat> kind of fell apart at the end of the end yeah. of the round. He had it sewn up and then, uh, he like uncharacteristically, missed like a give me putt for Chris Dickerson. Yeah. But in, in reality, just he had a bogey and then he just didn't get birdies and drew Gibson and Nathan queen just kept birdieing. And Paul just didn't, didn't get him. And at the end, that was, that was that, you know, still got a nice payday, but um, you know, it was, it, it's weird it, I, when you see Paul Macbeth ahead with, with five, six holes to go, you just kind of 
think Paul McBeth's going to win. And, and I don't think you do anymore, unfortunately. I, well, I, but I still do. I still, when I was seeing that, I, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, Paul McBeth is is ahead, and he's going to find a way to win this with all this money on the line. And uh, and in the end, it was Nathan Queen coming out on top. I should note, we talked about this a little on the pre-show, like about uh, dirty putts landing. Nathan Queen got some love from the basket. He had like three putts that like one of them was, I'm pretty sure, zero chains, like all basket. Well, everyone knows baskets are built for right handers. (laughs) So the same thing, like if you play football and you have a left handed QB, you have to like learn how to catch a different way because it spins off your hand a different way. Um, baskets also uh, are sentient and and know yeah. that yeah yeah they're like okay. oh fuck this disc always oh, coming over here like this other side is like we're ready yeah oh you spun the right way yeah okay but yeah there Nathan he had some some putts that that could have gone either way and like just they they wasn't like those ones where it's just center chains and you're like oh man that that putt is banged like it's going in it was like ooh, ooh. Okay. All right. All right. That's in. And uh, and in the meantime, Drew Gibson is hitting everything from seventy feet. Like, I, I swear he had like three circle two, like deep circle two putts. Who is he, Ricky? I, I mean, in the sense of like just not good enough to get in the circle. So you got a quick homage to to Drew Gibson. He wouldn't need to make those circle two putts if he could put it in the, circle. Put it in the yeah. circle. So like his circle together, two percentage, Drew. it's it's circle two percentage is irrelevant uh, because it, You're it has to do that. with getting the opportunities. I'm better than circle two. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So um, I I think that's the, what is that? Did I surmise that properly? Actually, the name of his brand is Circle One. <laughs> circle One by Drew Gibson. <laughs> But uh, Drew Gibson with impressive putting performances. I just, just overall this year he has. He's been impressive. Just, in, in general, yeah. No, it's, it's in general. Um, I think Robin and I have actually picked him for tournaments more than once. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I'd like to talk about in in this one uh, is we talk a lot about how much money has increased in uh in the disc golf pro tour payouts and everything and um you know all the new advertisement and things like that and there's a lot of focus on more money going to the players and and increasing that part of it and i think it's time for the disc golf pro tour specifically because they're the ones pumping all these these big money things well, all the tournaments to, now. to have or next year or yeah and all or their, all of them or whatever, yeah. to have some sort of marshal or or rules disc golf pro tour rules representative official present on these holes because the money that's coming in now i think it's time that they can afford to do something along those lines and have someone there so that these players who clearly do not want to call foot faults and uh courtesy violations right. on people no longer have to do it this I doesn't mean, have I heard, to be. This doesn't have to be a high paying job. You told me there was someone willing to do it in this tournament. I missed so, it. I didn't see it. So, uh, but, but there was at one point. Speaking of Drew Gibson, having to call Gannon Burr on taking forever and a day to throw his shots, 
and you know Gannon Burr's a young player, and Drew Gibson was as nice as he possibly could about it. But it's time, with all the money that we keep hearing about getting thrown around in the sport, for the Disc Golf Pro Tour to take that burden off of the players. And I, now the only thing I have is that the PDGA rules don't really say anything about that. So it, me putting it on the Pro Tour doesn't necessarily isn't necessarily fair because the PDGA Tour may have to make a rule saying that a independent, you know, arbitrator watching a card could police these things. Presently, I don't think that's in the rules, but it's it's time to to not have that be a, so, a thing. So new idea. Actually, I just had as you were saying this. Oh Jesus! Oh fuck! Never mind. It's, <laughs> it, it, it it went away because it's based on on video, which doesn't matter because not all cards can be on video. So I take that like, back. Like I, part of me wants to sanction players nah. for not calling obvious. No, things, I mean I get it. Way. Like I don't like I watch. Like the, if I'm playing my game, I want to focus on my game. I also don't want to be thinking about what another player is doing, and I don't want to have like possible retribution. You know, reta- not retribution, retaliation. Right, retaliation happen because I called them on this, and then they, totally. I mean, we've they, seen it with with uh, with Cat and Paige like more than and once. Then and then they call dirty. me on some ticky tack thing later on just to get even you know whatever it is and like i these people are competitors i wouldn't put it beyond any of them and most of them probably subscribe to the thought that i need to focus on my game and keep this going but at the same time this pace of play thing is is an issue but i feel players. like i feel like we've had it with players. nico we've had it with you know now Gannon Gannon Burr. but i but i feel like there are players that are good enough like I feel like the Ricks, the Pauls, the Eagles, the all these players that it's like, call me on whatever the fuck you want. Like, I'm still gonna nail it, and True. you're not gonna be able yes. to call me because. But you don't see them doing clean. that either. So, um, because they also, in that same respect, they're like, I think I'm the best in the world, and I'll beat you no matter what. Um, but at the same time, what are these rules for? And if we're now having, um. You know, these events with more money involved, I think that there should be an official Disc Golf Pro Tour or, or PDGA or whatever it is in place that can take that burden off the players and call the rules as they're supposed to be. True. And what, that's 18? Yeah. 18? Even even if it's just someone as a player that just says, hey, goes to the official, so-and-so is taking forever in a day. And like, you know, that this this needs to stop. And then they get a warning from the official and, you know, something along those lines, just being in that nature. I just I I think that's what it's got to be. It's not we want the players out there to play their game, focus on making their best shot and not have to then also enforce the rules of the entire sport. Right. Right. Uh, while it, it can provide some interest. I mean, there's certainly other times like we all. I personally enjoyed seeing Paul McBeth calling out Steve Dodge at Maple Hill on, you know, a couple of years ago when mm-hmm. his shot went OB long technically. And, but there was nothing in the rule book. But there was nothing in the rule yeah. book and he's he's defending himself and like that is that is awesome. But that's Paul McBeth, that's the best player in the game, and not everyone can 
can be there to do that. Smartest player in the game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Just golf wise. Yeah. I feel like oh, Calvin course. is most likely the, the smartest player in the game. Uh, could be. Could be. I think, you know what I'd love to see? And I don't know how many of them, but I bet, given the other things I've heard, I bet there's some chess nerds in in the disc golf. Uh-huh. And, oh, yeah. And I, I would love to see, like, like who are the chess players and can we see a chess tournament between You know them? what I want more than that? I I want them to take the Wonderlicked. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that shit. That'd be so fun. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think you got all this money. It, it's time to, to... We've had numerous other things. Foot faults also... You know, coming into play, uh, it's if if we're gonna watch it in slow motion and replays and whatnot, it's time to start taking that out of the players' hands and well, there's and just, making there's, it. There, it's just it's so much shit though too that I'm like, oh, your toe on your follow through like a quarter an inch clip the disc yeah. like i don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah i don't care what advantage does that give you none none no. like i don't i don't care like and and there that part of it is is fine and good and it is certainly like you know when you see in baseball and stuff like that and all these other sports and the further we get into it the more perfect the system has to be and the more you realize it can't be perfected um but I think certain things like pace of play uh, can definitely be. There's like a, a recent OTB uh, skins match. It was like double partners and uh, what's her name? The lefty dressed in purple. Uh, Heather Young. Heather Young. So many foot faults. Yeah. So many foot faults. And they're just like, it wasn't a good shot. Like I would call it a football. But I'm like, <laughs> so it's like. Yeah. Should we should we uh, get on to FBO for the tour championship? We should. So here's the thing too, and I don't want you to look it up. If you feel like you want to look it up, I feel like Missy Gannon is the top earning FBO player, especially with the thirty grand she just got. Like, yeah, assuredly, assuredly, Missy Gannon I mean, had herself a year. Missy Gannon brought herself to the point, and and we went up and down all year. Missy Gannon belongs in the conversation with Paige Pierce and Katrina Allen. Uh, it, it, Missy Gannon she has wins, had... Missy, when it matters. She's had on. two huge wins. She's world champion. Yeah. So Missy Gannon made $67,000 this year. Missy Gannon made more than Nathan Queen. Is that true? He made 48000 You just Yeah, said you're that. right. Yeah. She did. Yep. You're right. Oh, actually, as I said that, F, did FPO get thirty thousand too? Uh, n- F- FPO, yes. Good. Thank goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Disc Golf Pro um, Tour, for doing the right thing. But yeah, I, Missy Gannon's had a had a great run. The thing is, Missy Gannon is is to me just a pinnacle of consistency. Like she plays fantastic, and she's so consistent and she's always making good decisions and her putt is normally solid but she doesn't have the like like absolute go nuclear rounds very often you know like money's on the line so here's the thing otb skins she's been in two of them and won like everything she's won 
ninety percent of the cash out. But I mean, I mean, I'm talking about the oh, round. I'm just saying, I'm just talking about money. You know, <laughs> you like where Katrina Allen goes eleven down or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like she doesn't have that. That doesn't happen very often for her. And so uh, she doesn't have the eleven down, but she also doesn't have like the blow up. You no, know, exactly eleven up. No, she's she's just like even keel. Um, gonna make a few mistakes, but they're not gonna be huge. Great, she putter, might take a bogey. Great but she's up not... game. Yeah. Mm, yeah, all right distance. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but played fantastic uh, all the way through, and has been playing fantastic for you know better part of two months. Really, um, she's been. All right, here's my here's my comp. <laughs> Tell me if I'm bullshit. <laughs> I feel like I got it right now. Uh, backhand hokum. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And speaking of which, Hokum, Hokum's it, great. Hokum's great. And Hokum is great. And, and this is, you know, it. This should have been anybody that looked at this course should have thought Hokum would do fantastic. Like one, uh, she won worlds here. Yep, it's in the woods. Yep, and uh, you know, she she just this is where she plays. She's fantastic. So, um, it it's it's fantastic. So. I I love Hokum's game. I, I feel like she's gonna be around for By the way, shout many out, many more. Shout years. out Kona second. Yeah, yeah. It was. Oh no, she was she was second. Uh, uh, at throw pink women's disc golf challenge or whatever. Uh, championship. Championship. Um, United States women's disc golf championship. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. All the all the letters. Throw pink United States women's disc golf championship. Yep. Um, Kona's still that sneaky like next year is going to be her year but she's still super young and she yep. can pull it together too but she is the, the exact way you talk about Missy Gannon she is the opposite she is the epitome of no consistency uh-huh. like oh you figured out your putt it's great alright next week n- n- nope nope Nope, the putt's gone by like a, um, a lot, and and uh, no, she didn't. Kona didn't get second. I just said at the not at this at throw pink. Oh, okay, okay. I, was I like, corrected myself. Sorry, no, I, was, I, I, cor- I corrected myself. And when you started that, I wasn't listening. I was okay. I was that's looking fine. that looking up because I was the like same way. I've, I've yep. I'm like what the nope at the throw pink um, United States Women's. Disc shout golf. out to to Haley King throwing a plus eleven. In the in the final round and still getting that payday, but uh, she she did say that she was injured uh, afterwards. So uh, I'm guessing that injury had a, a huge uh, factor in that. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Not to take um, anything away from Missy. Cause... Any other uh, thoughts here before we get on to our deer review? Great course, super fun. Um, I love this course. I honestly, I think when this first started. We talked lots of shit about the whole brackets and all this thing. And I feel like fucking grew was talk a part of, of it. I only talked shit because that was like the, the OG, like, I'm going to miss this putt. So I'm not on a card with Paul and all these weird things. Okay. Because it was based on cards rather than like. Hmm. Um, but no, it was great. It's fun. There's tons of money and uh, it's good for the game. And thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Uh, great great rate insurance i definitely guaranteed rate guaranteed rate i definitely uh messaged sean jack and was like i don't even know why but i feel like i need to refine my house with guaranteed rate and he was like did he respond he responded 
I know you're joking, but in the off chance you're not, will you please let me know? <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah. He's about it. He is. He is we doing should, exactly. We should have Sean Jack back. On. We should, especially because Sean Jack actually he listens to this podcast. He told it because he's hit me up. Sean Jack, when we were on with him before, before I got super hammered, I was like, "You need someone who can deal with media and talk." Like Steve Dodge is a horrible like. Why would you that? And he shit talked to me. He destroyed me the whole time or tried to. And now he is doing exactly that for Disc Golf Pro Tour. And it's doing so well because he is great speaking to people and understands it. And it's like, I made that happen. I didn't. Oh, but yeah. I didn't at all. But Sean is actually. <laughs> That's what's going on. No, no, no. Sean, <laughs> Sean, is, Sean is great people is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Sean Jack's fantastic. He is. All right. You ready to do a deer review, Joe? I am it i just opened another beer that's the reason i took a, a pause but i can have more than one all right joe it's time for our world famous deer review our disc and beer pairing where we take a disc we take a beer we review them both and let you know whether you should bring it on the course tonight we have the Discmania splice a nine speed three glide zero turn four fade they call it fairway driver it's a nine speed though so uh Control-ish? So I've been I, right. I, be, I have been right the entire time. I would be impressed if someone can throw this disc uh, control driver distance. So I'm going to go ahead and agree with well, the fairway. Non, non, and, and Dismania pros. And we are pairing that with contents under pressure, which is a 7.7% fresh hop IPA by Lagunese Brewing Company with Mosaic, Citra, Simcoe, and Sabro hops. This is essentially what I what I've been told a a replacement of what Lagunitas uh, had last year, the Born Yesterday. Uh, Not for a few years. One one hitter series. So it's it's again a seasonal fresh hop IPA, and uh, they're kind of rebranding it. Uh, contents under fresher, you know, Born Yesterday, meaning like you know it. it I just realized that we're big fucking jerks. Why? Because uh, this beer is great. You probably can't get it. Why not? It's one hitter. Is it like nationally distributed? Well, yeah. I mean, Lagunitas has Chicago Brewery. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, this this should this should make its rounds. Well, I guess my thought is that the contents under pressure and this specific splice are both just that not a ton of people... Well, I mean, you know, can get. Sometimes people listen to things like this just to dream, you know. I, it's, yeah, they not? can live vicariously through us. Just because we, I'm into we it. were able to get access to it doesn't mean that we shouldn't review it. Because no, not at all, I, you know? not at all. So the splice. I'm gonna start with a disc, actually. Okay, aside from the beer. So the splice. Well, uh, hold on, Joe. Where'd you like to start, disc or beer? Well, disc. I just said that. I know that, but. That's how this works. Now yeah, that, disc. Now I'd that like I'm to, back, I would not, like to start with this. You're not here just babbling with. Well, that. I didn't have beer with Tyler either. So yeah, okay. Well, you know, give me, give me. We have me. structure now. So we have the Kyle Klein 2021 Idaho Open Champion version of the Splice. Um, I wish I could give you like that in depth, like oh, on forehand, on backhand, on spike Kaiser, on blah blah. Which I I guess I could tell you how it flies for all of them, but um, shit's just super beef. Like it is, uh, 
flat. I mean, I guess it's control driver width. Um, makes me think fairway. Two. I mean, the rim width, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, it's extremely flat. It is. Let me tell you the disc that it compares to very well. Uh, FAF Firebird, check. Um, OG H1 from Prodigy, check. Streamline Flare, check. Uh, Millennium Draco, check. Mm-hmm. Are you getting a uh, pattern here? This shit is beef. Like, stupid dummy beef, like, throw on Anheuser, and it still goes left, like, out of your hand. Uh, in like, a very I, ri- like, I swear I Anheusered that, uh, but somehow it came out Heiser. Yep. Like, I, how, how did it do that? I don't know. But I swear I put Annie on it, and it went left right away. You know what I didn't do with this disc, and I actually feel bad about but I'm 90 eight percent positive would would do i did not actually spike it but i know it will come straight down yeah or slightly to the right like some of those dumb discs for sure which i love i love that um it's just a big ass beefy disc and it's it's about time disc mania found that disc because they tried so long to get that with the fd3 well they made the tilt you know, which well, that's a different, a whole that's other a whole realm of, of, uh, but the doom bird was supposed to be that, but the doom bird was like closer, like Thunderbird. Like it was a great, yeah. like glidey yeah. overstable well, disc. And this is like, okay, we figured it out. Yeah. No, it, it, this is an extremely overstable nine speed and, uh, fade right out of the hand. Like Joe said, flares, Dracos, uh, FAF Firebirds. And there's no surprise Kyle Klein flat. got his, his little stamp on this and that he throws it well because he's got crazy power yeah. forehand and backhand. No, this is this is a fantastic, uh, most overstable disc in your bag type type thrower. Um, like even most overstable disc in your bag that yeah, you throw maybe once around. Yeah. I think that that sounds about right. With juice more than once around, I mean, we threw it super skip fresh. Skip shots, something you need to go oh, right yeah. right away. A big spike. It's not. It's, I love skip shots. I yeah. do. I do. I, don't, yeah. I I threw a couple. I mean, this is the kind of thing that'll fade a long way to left on a skip. So, I, you know, that's 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 a, a a useful utility disc in your bag, and I think that's what this is. It is. This is a utility overstable, and that's. That's what it's designed for. For power throwers, it is a regularly used disc. I mean, I know Kyle Klein threw it a ton, and that's why his name's on it. Um, and that was a big piece of it because he can handle the power. The same way you see Ricky throw mm-hmm. FAF Firebirds 350 feet. Yeah. Like, if you got the juice, this is great. You don't ever, ever have to worry about turning this shit over. Oh, yeah. Ever. Yeah. Um, I don't have to worry about this thing ever going straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love skip shots. Like skip shots have become one of my favorite things to do. I don't know if you've paid attention in the last like six months, but I love like up shots and weird things. Where I'm just like, all right, I'll just throw a skip and I'll get out where I need to be. Mm-hmm. And, and we're happy because I know that it'll do this. Uh, this is fantastic for it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. You ready for uh beer? 
Because yeah. I don't I don't have anything to add on the disc. I mean, it is a overstable nine speed. I mean, I, I unless just... unless you're throwing four fifty to five hundred, this disc is nothing more than an extreme. Meat it's hook. still overstable, but it's still overstable. Yeah. But it, you're not going to see any. If you're throwing sub three seventy five, this disc is going to go left out of your hand, um, in my opinion. So. Um, yeah, if you're not playing it for a flare, then there's no reason to have it in your bag. Yeah, like the the point of it is to throw big fade shots, spikes, and uh, skip shots, things like that. Um, it maybe some you can get some real flexes out of it. Uh, you know, some nice s shots. So yeah, that's that's my my thoughts on it. It's it's yeah yeah, yeah. it's a useful disc. I mean, Joe bags a flare. I don't bag anything this overstable. No, no, let's go to beer because we're gonna we're gonna get into okay. that. Okay, in all right. Uh, so uh, beer contents under fresher, seven point seven percent alcohol, uh, fresh hop IPA. Um, this is delicious. It is it's so delicious. It I, is. I love it. Uh, and I should say, uh, Born Yesterday is always one of my favorites. This I was gonna say, like I, I look forward to Born Yesterday every year. So these these fresh hop IPAs. I mean. Ideally, this is what IPAs should be just in general, enjoyed fresh, and and uh, it's it's just really, really nice. The It's crisp. It's clean. The, the finish is smooth. You've got the Mosaic, the Simcoe, the Citra hops. It's, I could, I could get in trouble with these all day. In fact, it was extremely hard for me to not drink all of them. <laughs> Before we let's, got let's, to this let's, podcast, let's take, let's take a, a, a quick timeout. Okay. The fresh, clean finish is based on knowing a clean, super hopped West Coast IPA. Yes. Um, there's no haze. It's crystal clean, but it does have big bitters. Um, it has it's super hop forward, but uh. It all just, it's like, just like fresh greens. It's not, um, yeah, it's not bitter for no reason. It's just a smooth, clean, like, like the fresh is the biggest piece. I, I guess I can throw mm-hmm. out, um, if you're not an IPA fan, you will not like this as you was saying. It was like clean, fresh and whatever. Yes. But if, if you don't like IPAs, it, it won't be there for you. It still has like a nice little bitter at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the IBUs um, are there. This is like the West Coast IPA style, but cleaner and fresher that I fell in love with. Like when we first started this podcast, where I was like, I want fucking pine trees and fucking, yeah. <laughs> I want to be like, Whoa. Um, this isn't there. This is, it's much smoother, but it still has that bitter. Um, it has, it does have some fruit. It has like. I fucking say it every time. Fucking this guy. <laughs> uh, but citrus? I for sure get no. Yeah. I get pineapple on the nose. Like there's for sure pineapple on the nose. Like without well, a I doubt. I mean, it's citra hops. So you, yeah, when there's citra hops, you're gonna get those flavors. That's that. That's part of the deal. So yeah, uh, if you can get it, uh, get get after it. The, whenever these one hitter series, these seasonal uh, beers that Lagunitas puts out, uh, I always get after it. Because one, you're getting fresh beer, and this style is perfect for that. So, oh, it's fantastic! It's um, so good. Love it. I'm I'm all in. Um, I'll drink this anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, exactly. 
All right, so disc, Joe. We're we're both in on the beer, clearly. So I haven't done my research in uh-huh. the sense of uh I bought the Cal Klein. I was one of those motherfuckers mm-hmm. who like jumped on real quick and bought it when I could from Discmania. Um But but is I there, don't know how So you bag a flare, right? Right. So there's no reason for me to throw a splice in over a flare, I guess. Okay. There's just, there's just not. But if you were a splice thrower, is the flare better? Or is it simply because you have a flare in your bag? Because to me, no discernible distance difference. No, I have a flare in my bag and I have two backups. Yeah. I've got a flare and I've got two. Got to, if I lose one, I've got two more yep. to throw in. Yeah. I have a splice, which we probably shouldn't have even fucking thrown because it has like a cool stamp. Well, under. maybe we didn't throw it. And I don't know how easy it is to get other splices. But I can get flares. I, I've got, I mean, I had a few flares. I bought more flares. I can get flares if I need to get flares. Mm-hmm. I don't need anything. Like, it's not more overstable. No. Um, but it's it's a fantastic uh, addition to their line. Uh, and hopefully, obviously, you know, every disc company needs a Firebird. You know? Yep. Every disc company needs that disc, and this is Discmania saying, "Hey, this is our Firebird." Yep, and and they did and, it, and they did, and it. they did it. So, um, if you want a Discmania Firebird, get a splice. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's that's how I feel about what do you, it. Do you, and you don't you don't even care. I don't. Like this. I don't. I you carry you carry like a Champ Thunderbird. To my get, my get uh, overstable stuff. driver in this range is a champion Thunderbird. You need so, to throw more skip shots. I just I don't. I, it's not part of my game. I don't. Yeah, you just don't throw skip shots. I don't. Well, I mean, and that my champ Thunderbird is plenty overstable. So yeah, I just you know that's what I do. But yeah, all right. So uh, we're both in on the beer. We are. I take it not in on the disc. Great disc, but no. And this is a disc called Pro Joe Championship. Paul McBeth, like, stoked to be here. Real cool. Um, don't really need the money. Like, <laughs> get on you later. I'm fairly certain. Paul uh, McBeth, here, check this out. Here's the fun stat. Pretty positive. With Nathan Queen's $30,000 win. Paul won thirty thousand dollars more than him. I I don't know that for sure, but I would bet. That no, no, that's no. True. I'm, I'm no, like Paul's. Uh, Paul set a uh, a record. Oh, okay. For earnings in a year with eighty eight plus. Oh, that makes sense. For for tournaments, not sponsorships. Yeah, no, no. For tournaments, course. he made like eighty eight thousand xxx. Yeah. So thirty thousand more than Nathan Queen. Uh huh. With him winning thirty thousand. Yeah. Here's the rad thing, which I'll say about Paul McBeth, which I, obviously, if you didn't know that, you don't know this part. All of his earnings from this year went to his foundation Yep. to build disc golf courses. Listen, if you ain't putting your money to your rich guy foundation, you know, you ain't doing it right. If you ain't right, not if your taxes are right. <laughs> By the way, I'm sorry. Nate I'm Sexton, sorry. That, that's me being way too skeptical. But Paul McBeth is building disc you're golf. You're not. 
You're not though, because I work in a nonprofit, <laughs> and I know there are rich ass people that I love who give us so much money, and I know a lot of no, that. Is but, he, so but he's they building disc golf taxes. courses in in places that need them, and um, I would love Mazatlan. I wish Mazatlan had so, courses. He's doing a great thing, and of course, charity is not a bad thing, regardless of how people do it. So it's uh, me just being being a dick. That's it. <laughs> First time. All right. Yeah. If really. I mean, it, in this whole podcast, happens to the best of us. Two hundred fifty-one episodes. I finally time. showed my true colors. No, not true colors. You just had a slip up. That's not your true yeah, colors. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Just this That's one true. time. That's we'll true. be back. It's fine. Yeah. It'll never happen again. Yeah, I'm gonna donate to the Paul McBeth Foundation right after the show. No joke. We should though. But in the meantime, we will. I'm. I'm not kidding. I'm not either. And uh, in the meantime, check out. Our Patreon, patreon.com slash the disc golf podcast. We do a pre-show episode before every single show. And if you like the main show, you will absolutely love the pre-shows. I, I'm going to throw this out and you might hate me for this. For everyone that joins our Patreon in the next seven days from this dropping, for everyone who joins our Patreon, we will give $3 to, uh, or no, fuck that, $5 to the Paul Macbeth Foundation. That sounds like a losing uh, bet, but I will. But it's for the kids. For the kids. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm all about Paul McBeth and his foundation. That's I'm into it. I'm actually five bucks for everyone who joins Patreon in the next seven days. All right. Sounds good. And uh, check out our, our website, throwstuffwithstuff.com. You can also get there by thediscolfpodcast.com, but that's boring. Uh, we have on there a link to our Slack group. The best disc golf community in the entire world. I am convinced. It is awesome. Check it out. Uh, throw stuff at stuff.com. Join Slack. We will welcome you, and you'll have a fantastic time. And lastly, check out otbdisc.com. They're a fantastic place. Wonderful disc retailer. And good and, people. And They're good, our friends. Good people. Just great people. Support them, and get out there this weekend, and throw stuff at stuff. This is a song for the aceless But those with aces, listen closely You don't always have to huck it hard In fact, sometimes that's not right to do Sometimes you got to lay it up And fucking not run an ace or two Sometimes you got to ease if you wanna put the D's and the B's Sometimes you got to say Hey, I'm gonna throw it softly I'm gonna hug it gently I'm gonna flick it smoothly I'm gonna toss it so sweetly And then you say Hey, I hit some metal then you say, wait a minute, Robin I think I'm starting to get it now Could you fill my throat for me? That's fucking teamwork What's your favorite disc? That's cool with me It's not a trespass, but I guess it works for you What's your favorite beer? The only answer is an IPA So let's go to the bar 
And then I'm gonna flick it so sweetly And then I'll fucking hook it softly And then I'll fucking throw it perfectly But then I'm gonna hook 